message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adibui, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Samuel was a houseboy. 1 Samuel chapter 3, from verse 1 to 9. 1 Samuel chapter 3 from verse 1 to 9. He was a houseboy of Eli. Then God breathed on him. He heard the voice of the giver of life. And all of a sudden, the houseboy began to change. And very soon, he became a kingmaker. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 1, 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 1, he became the first kingmaker of Israel. And he went further. By the time you get to 1 Samuel chapter 15, from verse 16 to 29, 1 Samuel 15, from verse 16 to 29, he wasn't just a king maker, he became a king remover. He became so mighty that a king tore his dress and he turned around and said to the king, your kingdom is torn. He started as nothing. That the breath of God changed him to someone extraordinary. Some years ago, I went to visit an African country. And I wanted to have an appointment with the head of state. One way or the other, I got the appointment. And they warned me, this is Monday morning. This is the time for cabinet meeting. Don't take more than 15 minutes of the president. And I said, yes, sir. I got in, we started talking. I wasn't the one taking the time of the president. It was the president taking my time. After one hour, one of his aides came in probably to signal to him that the cabinet is waiting. He turned to the aide and said, bring us a pot of tea and two cups. So we sat down there. And you know what we are talking about. You have a rough idea. Drinking tea. Finally, hours later, somebody was asking another fellow, who is that fellow delaying the cabinet? And somebody answered and said, it's one pastor from somewhere in Africa. And the other one said, Pastor is not even a bishop. 
I believe the Almighty God is going to breathe on someone today. And you are going to become very, very special. Your prayer number one, write it down. Father, please breathe on me. And make something significant of my life. Breathe on me. Make something significant out of my life. You can put in bracket. Breathe on me. Don't let me die ordinary. Number two, fresh air can mean to you that not only is your siege over, it's going to be over permanently. In Exodus chapter 2, from verse 23 to 25, Exodus chapter 2, from verse 23 to 25. The Bible describes for us the situation of the children of Israel in the land of Egypt. Things were rough. Things were hot. They were laboring without anything to show for it. They could die, and nobody in the government paid any attention. Then, in Exodus chapter 12, from verse 1 to the end, Exodus 12 from verse 1 to the end, their siege was over. The heat was gone. Freedom came. They began to breathe the breath of the fresh air of deliverance, of liberty, of prosperity, because they became wealthy. But the enemy tried to bring them back into captivity. Exodus chapter 14. You can read it from verse 1 to 20. Exodus 14 from verse 1 to 20. The Bible said they looked back and they saw the entire army of Pharaoh pursuing them. And they knew the implication. They were about to be taken back into captivity. But then God did something extraordinary. God breathed again. Exodus chapter 15, from verse 8 to 11. Exodus 15, 8 to 11. 
The Bible says it is when God breathed that the ocean parted away and the children of Israel were able to pass through on dry ground. God breathed and he made a way. By the end of the story, if you look at Exodus chapter 14 from verse 21 to 28, Exodus 14 from 21 to 28, you discover that when God breathed this time, the siege was over permanently for the children of Israel, permanently. Now, for you to understand this aspect fully, let me explain something to you. Those of you who have had the opportunity of traveling abroad, you probably have noticed that if you are flying from London, shall we say, to somewhere in America, the journey will probably take eight and a half hours. But if you are returning from America to London, from the same place to the same place, the journey will take, at times, a little less than eight hours. The same distance, the same plane. What causes the difference? The difference is caused that because when you are traveling from the UK to America, the wind is blowing against the plane. They call it headwind. It pushes back the plane. When you are Returning from America to Britain, the same wind now is blowing behind you, behind the plane, is pushing forward the plane, increasing as it were, its speed. Now that's what happened at the Red Sea. When the wind was blowing, behind the children of Israel. The rest he parted. They walked through on dry ground. As soon as they got to the other side, God said to the wind, change direction. And he changed direction, and the sea came together again and drowned all the enemies. Write down your prayer number two. Father, let your wind blow in my favor. Let what had been headwind become tailwind for me from this moment onward. So that my siege will be over permanently. That's your prayer number two. Point number three. 
In Ezekiel 37, from verse 1 to 10, Ezekiel 37, from verse 1 to 10, which my son referred to earlier on, there was this valley of dry bones. And the man of God, Ezekiel, was asked by God, these bones, can they live? And the man of God said, God, my faith can't carry that. They are too dead. They have become bones. They are not just dry bones. The Bible said, Lord, they were very dry. God told the man of God, prophesy, prophesy to the bones. Bones come together. He prophesied, the bones come together. Flesh covered the bones. The flesh covered the bones, but they were still dead until the wind blew. And suddenly, dry bones came alive. When fresh wind blows, hope is restored. Opportunities that have been lost forever are reversed. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 4. He says, if you are still connected to the living, if you are still breathing, there is hope for you. He said, because a living dog is better than a dead lion. Not too long ago, I preached a sermon entitled, Let Everything That Has Breath Praise God. That if you are still breathing, praise God. And why? Because Because if that breath is still going in and out, in and out, it means there is hope for you. It means God has not finished with you yet. It means God can see reverse the irreversible. In Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 21, Romans 4, 17 to 21, the Bible referred to the womb of Sarah as dead. The body of Abraham, dead. But God paid them a visit and breathed on both. And the, the dead womb came back to life. The dead body came back to life. And those who felt that they can never again be fruitful, suddenly discovered that there is a God who can change sorrow to laughter. The wind of God is going to blow on someone today. And their hope will begin to rise. Now, the Bible says, in that same Ezekiel 37, 
from verse 11 to 14. Thank you, Father. Uh, the Lord wants me to tell He wants me to tell everybody, uh, maybe I'm being selfish, claiming it for the redeemed Christian Church of God, but he asked me to tell everybody who cares to pay attention that the number of twins that will born this year will be more than the singles. In Ezekiel 37, verse 11 to 14, Ezekiel 37 from verse 11 to 14, the Bible says, God opened the graves, brought us out, the dead, brought us the dead out, and the Spirit of God in us caused us to live again. There is a God, the God of all flesh, not only can he raise the dead and thank God for the testimonies we have heard, he can reverse the irreversible. He can do something that will cause even the man with the greatest faith to say, only the Almighty can do this. I don't know if you had the testimony yet. There was a daughter of mine that the doctor said there's no way she could ever have a child. Relatives of the husband told her, stop worrying yourself. Your wife has no womb. You know the, test you know the story. And then God spoke. He said, there's someone here. He said, you have no womb, but you are going to produce a set of twins. She knew she was the one, so she grabbed it. And she became pregnant. Went to the hospital. The doctor checked and said, I don't know what is happening. You're not supposed to be pregnant. But I see a baby in you. She said, no, not a baby. My father said, twins. Cut a long story short. Went back three months later. Doctor said, well, yes, we can see twins. She went abroad because they, they, they don't want to, anything to tamper with the baby to deliver. And they said, no, we don't want her to go through labor. Let this thing be by cesarean operation. So they put her to sleep and brought out the twins. And the husband told the doctor, I don't want any more child. This just seal the womb. We're okay now. When she woke up, and everybody around were looking at her, what's going on? And she said, well, where, where are my children? They said, your children are over. But the surgeon said, I've performed thousands of operations. This is the first time I'm bringing out a set of twins where there is no womb. 
I'm sure you had the testimony before, at least those of you who are old, that's several years ago, almost 20 years ago now. But that's not the miracle now. I got a phone call from her not too long ago. Daddy, I want to bring my twins to greet you. I said, ah, good, bring them. I've not seen them for a long time. And she came. And I was expecting three twins who by now should be in the university. And she was carrying brand new set of twins. The original ones are in the university. God, after years, brought out another two from somebody that they said had no womb, from somebody who had not menstruated at all. There is a God who can reverse the irreversible. Write down your prayer and say, Father, Breathe on me. Restore to me every blessing I have lost. And make the blessings double. Restore to me every blessing that I've lost, every opportunity that I've lost. And make them double. And then, point number four. Like that young man mentioned, breathing on me can be the beginning of Holy Ghost power. In John chapter 20, verse 21 to 23, John chapter 20, from verse 21 to 23, Jesus Christ said to the disciples, he said, as the Father sent me, so send I you. And then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. He said, the breath I'm breathing is the Holy Ghost. Now the Bible says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He said, you shall receive power. When the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power. The word used for power there, according to Bible scholars, is the word used for dynamite. Not ordinary power, the dynamite kind of power. The kind of power that can blow mountains out of the way. The kind of power that can shatter a rock. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost is come upon you, 
So that just like the Father sent the Lord Jesus Christ, according to Acts chapter 10, verse 38, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Fresh air is saying to you and I, from now on, we will receive power. Power to go about doing good. Power to begin to raise the dead. You heard the testimony of that young man. There are others. As a matter of fact, I was expecting quite a few of them who had raised the dead since the last time we met. By the next time we meet, you would have raised the dead too. But when he's talking about fresh air, he's talking about peculiar power. You know, in Mark chapter 19, verse 11 to 12, sorry, Acts chapter 19, from verse 11 to 12, the Bible said God performed special miracles by the hand of Paul so that from his body, Aprons and handkerchiefs were taken to the sick. The sick got healed, and the demons left them. Each time I hear the testimonies of the handkerchiefs that we have blessed, the oil that we have blessed, being used to perform miracles, I thank God. But I have good news for you. Very soon, you will take that handkerchief and get all your members who were not present and ask them to come and lay their own handkerchief on that handkerchief, and the power will be multiplied. There is a redeemed Christian Church of God very close to you. Join them for a life-changing experience in worship. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.